I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. India's second COVID-19 wave has devastated the poor rural areas. Learn how you can be praying. And coming up, we'll talk about the committed Muslims who have turned to follow Jesus as Lord. We'll begin today in India, where nobody knows exactly how many are dying from COVID-19. The country reports thousands of deaths per day. But Indian journalists say that most deaths have gone unreported. People keep finding bodies washing up in the Ganges River as the virus pummels the mostly poor rural areas. This crisis has affected Bible translators as well, working with Wycliffe Associates. Tim Nye tells us... One of my friends wrote in and described how it's like a, a low-hanging cloud and it's heavy. And this is what he, he wrote in his note to us. I've lost close friends and family. My 24-year-old son is currently in the hospital with complications from covid I mean, these are the types of things we're seeing, and it is um, actually causing Bible translation to be um, put on pause. Now he's encouraging all of us to be praying for what's happening in India right now. They have very limited access to the medical supplies and or even uh, care at the hospitals right now. Yeah, just, just pray that they would be able to weather this intense storm, this health crisis that they're facing. Crisis can mean delay when it comes to Bible translation. Wycliffe Associates has a special fund for emergencies like this, and they've already been sending resources to partners in India. We'll connect you at missionnews.org. Next, Proverbs 13:12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Joanne Doyle of Uncharted Ministries says that's exactly how Farah felt on her wedding day. She gets a phone call from her father and he says, basically, if you don't marry this man, your mother's going to die. Farah is forced to marry this man. This man's older and very radical Muslim. On their honeymoon, the abuse began. Farah grew up in Jordan, where the law requires single women to set aside a small amount of money until they get married. Farah's dad needed that money to pay for her mom's cancer treatment, so he arranged Farah's wedding. Life was completely miserable until the Syrian war started. Syrian refugees are flooding into their country now, and she keeps running into this one woman who's a very poor-looking refugee, but her face is shining, and she's radiating joy. Farah goes up to this woman after running into her a few times and says, what's wrong with you? Why are you so different? This woman tells her, I found Jesus. Do you want to know how he's changed my life? Through a series of events, Farah came to know Christ as her Savior. And immediately, depression and the suicidal thoughts fled. And for the first time in her life, that emptiness was filled with peace and with joy. The night before she was going to celebrate the Lord's Supper for the very first time, she has a dream about Jesus. Pick up the rest of Farah's story at our website. And Islam may have a stronghold in the Middle East and North Africa, but that doesn't mean people are sticking with it. See, God tends to move in unexpected ways. Just ask Unfolding Words' David Reeves. People who were passionate Muslims, some to the point of being radicals, are now transformed, crisis transformed them, and that same zeal and passion, like the Apostle Paul, is now emerged in their passion for their language communities. These new believers want to translate God's Word into their heart language, but most translation tools are in English. By putting tools into a trade language, Unfolding Word makes them accessible to Christians throughout the Middle East and North Africa. For example, if you're translating John, and you're in chapter one, and you're getting into these big ideas that are really confusing. There's all these exegetical notes that would help explain it to them in Arabic. Unfolding Word partners closely with church networks, providing different tools depending on the need. Some places we're starting with brand new believers who 
six months ago were imams, and now they love Jesus. And we're dealing with open Bible stories in that context. Probably two to three years down the road, we'd be talking about moving from select scriptures to actually translating books of the Bible. The most important tool? Prayer is the most essential component we need. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. MNN depends on you, our listener, for support to keep bringing you the news and helping you find your place in the story of the Great Commission. And when you give, you enable all of us to come together, appreciate great stories, experience breakthroughs, and build relationships. So would you consider joining us today? Look for links at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.